Oh, it's me. Hello, and welcome to Dice Breakers, a D&D podcast and stream with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and DM, and with me are Greg, Purdy, Mark, Simon, and Joe. I said every single name. My wonderful players, how is everybody doing today? It's been so yeah, nice. I did get every single name. You did. You said every single name. It's been 82 um, years. <laughs> <laughs> crisis, but I'm going to go straight into the last time on. This last time on is a little bit of a, the last two is episodes. This, is, this, is, this, is this the last time on or last time but one on? Times. Why don't you let Alex explain? In the last episodes, the strangelings finished their fight with the mysterious flying snake creature in a rather desperate place. Fairquin, the leader of the Celestial Army, and Tav's father was abducted for unknown reasons with help from an ancient green dragon, whilst Felix was killed in action, his soul transferring elsewhere in preservation of his life. Meanwhile, the rest of the city had been ravaged by Starkrum, the ancient red dragon, and, and was left with many dead and many injured. Barty and the team set to work in the temporary medical camp in the Hollow to save as many lives as they could, pushing themselves to the limit to make sure as many as possible survive. After a sleep, it was then time to find all of those that were lost in the panic and learn about who had unfortunately passed in the attack. The strangelings had lost a few friends, including Jackson Rosemont, Bella Velmonth, and Elsie's mother, amongst others. Meanwhile, Ray was on another world, Fayvel, unaware of the problems arising in Beluna. She had traveled there with an ancient void dragon after it had told her after it had told her of its displeasure of her being on gel, somewhere she did not belong. But Ray saw this as an opportunity to save Flora once and for all, which she did with the help of the Wanderers, an experienced group of adventurers from the area. She finally returned with her love, teleporting via Dream to Quartzia, being forced to watch the horrors of Veluna from afar for hours whilst her body materialized back onto Gel. I think that pretty much covers it. I think so, yeah. Disaster, so, disaster, 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 ow. We're going to start this episode in Quartzia. Ray, you and Floria, Floria, you and Flora are reappearing, of course, having used Dream of the Blue Veil to get home. Now, um, I'm not going to be too specific about the exact, exact, exact X and Y coordinates of where you would appear. I'd say most likely, uh, because within those eight hours, you can probably sort of move around anyway. Uh, what sort of an area would you have tried to solidify in? Right out of the center of um, the, the market square. Just in the middle. Yep. Just appear. Yep. Um, it's probably late afternoon. So there's quite a few people, you know, in and around, and not really people notice you appear because there's people moving around. You probably appear and immediately like, shoulder barge into someone who's just like, "Oh, sorry," and just moves on. Yeah, I'm imagining. Yeah, no I'm imagining the scene where it's like people passing by, and then suddenly, boop, there are people there. Now. What's your first reaction? I mean, you have spent the last eight hours. You never, you didn't see the destruction. Um, you don't know that dragons were the issue because obviously it had been past that but you can you have been seeing for the past eight hours <clears throat> excuse me the uh entire of like your smoke coming out from uh, veluna from the distance you can see this destruction and um yeah i don't know what assumptions you'd make but uh you know I don't imagine they'd be particularly uh good mm -hmm. so what is your, what's your first plan of action uh something went wrong we need to get to we need to get to Veluna. We need to go. You, you look down at uh, Flora, who's just looking around like, why is everything so dull? It's it's just kind of the way they build here. I don't know. They're just kind of... Like, they the don't color? want... It's all brown and gray. There are parts. Listen, we, 
I have a beautiful garden if it still stands back in Veluna. We need to get there. There's gonna be a lot of time to do to show you the world. But for okay. now, the friends that I made here, I, I made them promises, and they need our help. Alright, worry about all this later then. Uh, she grabs onto your hand, obviously with a tiny hand, because she's dwarfed by everyone else. You know, it, she's very small in comparison to the majority. Obviously, there are other gnomes and dwarves around, but in, in general, uh, it's mostly humans and elves. So you, you start walking your way through the city. For you to get from the... Um, Market. The market yes, all the way, of course, the to the, the other side is, is going to be, you know, three or four hours worth of travel. Um, you are technically able to fly, but I'm not sure if that would bring you, if you do that, knowing that it would probably bring up some issues or another. Um, it's not but you, you start wandering. You start wandering across the city. It takes four hours. The whole time, Flora, of course, mostly you'd be walking through uh, housing estates, so she'd be looking around just thinking, it's very boring. Look at all the people, of course, not used to the completely different shapes of people, not recognizing any of them, thinking, oh, that looks a little bit like... You know, one of these, you know, that looks a little bit like that. Where's everyone's goat's legs? All those sorts of things. Um, she doesn't have goat's legs. legs. Well, you know, but like nobody has goat's legs. That's the point. Nobody has them. Yeah. Uh, whereas in, in your land, two different races have them. So, um, so you wander over. And with everyone side. having goat legs, no one has them. Sorry, I don't. All right, syndrome. Um, <laughs> You get across to the other side. As you get to the main exit gate, you can see from quite far away there's something happening, a little bit of a stir, quite a lot of crowds of people. Uh, but it's less crowds of panicking people, more like lines of people blocked from something. And as you get closer and closer, you realize pushing through this crowd, there is a, a very, very fancy uh, procession, procession of horses around a very large carriage, uh, you know, which is very notably the king's transport. Um, you, I mean, I don't know how close you're going to try to get, but there's like, you know, a line of guards stopping everyone from crowding around, those sorts of things. How far away are we from it? I mean, however, to be able to see what's going on, probably have to be quite close because of the thick crowds and neither Within of you. Within 120 feet? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Can I send a message <clears> to, uh, I'm going to try to send a message to the king, assuming he's inside the carriage. Well, I mean, you don't know if he is, but, you know, because it's the curtains the are assumption. Drawn. It's a cantrip, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hello, King Bregan. This is Ray. I just got back from my world again. Um, any chance we could get a ride? <laughs> <laughs> you send this message, and then suddenly, uh, evidently, something over in there happens, because the horses halt all the guards, and you hear a big, HALT! as they all stop. <laughs> 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 and then you just see this this door just sort of ee, just squeaks open and the king's face just sticks out like I fly up a little bit. <laughs> or he's like, oh, he points at you like, oh, uh, steps out. Of course, what everyone is like, oh, it's the king, it's the king, it's the king. And he's just like, wanders over the guards, surround him. And he's like, get away from me. He wanders over to the edge and everyone's, of course, trying to like touch him and get a signature or whatever. And he's vaguely like sort of scribbling some signing, probably signs something whilst looking at you. So he ends up signing someone's arm instead by accident <laughs> and tries to usher you forwards. So he gets the guards to shove everybody just out of the way. And this little path appears for the two of you. He's like, come on, quickly, quickly, quickly. Thank you, thank on, you. Come on, come on. <laughs> As I was you not expecting over. to be this popular with his citizens. Yeah. I'm very surprised. <laughs> it, I, well, I mean, you weren't here at the beginning when, when we went through how uh, Court Seer is very, like, uh, a lot of it's very elitist. It's very sort of like, it's the perfect town, so they would believe that this is, you know, the perfect uh, uh, king and all that. 
So um, he's Lord Farquaad. <laughs> well, yes, yeah. he's doing this all right. Has, have, have I been have I been fanboying for Lord Farquaad this whole time? <laughs> he, he's, a, he's a regrettable Lord Farquaad, like you know, he's got the power. I'm pretty sure Lord Farquaad is regrettable. Anyway, um, he ushers you over. You get inside, and he shuts the the, the door, and you the, the sound of the crowd goes from all everyone making noise to just oh, <laughs> soundproof carriage. Uh huh. Uh, there's little decoration in here. There's, you know, it's not obviously fancy for uh, anything other than travel. Um, you know, wood carvings on the inside, uh, red cushions on the benches. Uh, it's two benches sitting opposite each other. Um, but it does noticeably smell like lavender, which is quite nice. Uh, and as you sit in, he, oh, okay. he says, uh, I, uh, I'm surprised to see you in courts here, considering, but I know you have a lot of business. You don't need to necessarily tell me. Um, the, um, the, the city of Veluna. I, I don't know how much you know. Um, also, who's, who is our friend? This is Flora. This is my girlfriend. Hi. Wonderful. Lovely to meet you. Different circumstances, but for now, let's, uh, rush on and the carriage starts, you know, moving on. On the way back, we saw it, um, Veluna being attacked by something for hours. Back, back. From where? From our world. I went back to get Flora. Excuse me if I'm being ignorant, but do we have to worry about more dragons? Possibly, probably. Um, right. they haven't shown up. He um, put, cuts a little. Uh, so he's sitting, going backwards, you're sitting, going forwards. He sort of turns around, opens one of those little, like, taxi slides to the, uh, whoever's guiding the, uh, carriage, and sort of just whispers through, evidently something about, maybe be aware that there might be some dragons coming. He's yeah. like, all right, definitely not what we need right now, but hopefully that's dealt with. Oh, gosh. We um, built up some kind of recognition with them. I wouldn't say rapport, but it I, seems to... Listen, it, for now... Yeah. One thing at a time. First, we have to deal with the other dragon attack. So, what? Um, what exactly happened? Yeah, is that, that's what was uh, happening. Yesterday, uh, it seems there were two dragons, uh, two? three dragons in the sky. The city seems to be in flames. Uh, we have communicated as much as we can with Fryn to learn of many deaths, much difficulty, and evidently we are coming along with uh, help that we can. We've got carriages following with medical supplies, and uh, and I'm going to speak with Fryn in person to give my condolences and assistance as much as we can in the current situation. Um. You seem... Not as surprised as I expected you to be. Um. No, I'm. I'm. I I, I guess Fryn wasn't telling you of our plan. Uh, don't. We had planned a a fake dragon attack, but um, it seems like it didn't right. quite go that way. I. It's a very convincing fake. If. <laughs> yeah, nobody if was supposed to die. It seems many have. I, I have no other... Uh, have you spoken I, I don't to know anybody? Of, 
I've spoken with Fryn. I said I would come to speak more details. Um, I do not know of names. Uh, I do know the number of dead is uh, above a thousand. At least uh, over a fifth of the city has, has perished. I was supposed I... to be there. I would not put this blame on you. There were three dragons attacking. Uh, it's something I've never seen before, and I am I am an old elf. You know? But they were... Well. It seemed as though the red one was the most violent. Uh, the red one was fighting the golden one, so I don't know... The golden one's our friend. Would... Of course it is. And then Rayon. And then there was a green one. That uh, only came briefly. We didn't know. Uh, Rayorn said that the other dragons weren't very active. I don't... I'm afraid I am the wrong person to be talking to here. Oh, there's, just, there's just um, Flora in the corner just like... So, the whole dragon thing... Yeah. Still not clear entirely on what they are. Um... Big, big lizards with wings and fire breath. They sound kind of cute. Uh, no. Well, okay. a little bit. No. <laughs> right? <sighs> Bigger than Farmy. The, the king's just like, for now, like I said, I am bringing supplies. It's going to be uh, a long journey over to the mountains. We have eight hours to speak details, but I'm afraid I don't have many. Yeah, I'm... When was our last update to you? Because I feel like a lot has happened. The last time we spoke, uh, you had told me of the two stones you had found, I believe, and that you were going to... We have a third. ...deal with them of your own way. You have a third. This On my is person, actually. simultaneously worrying and slightly comforting. Yeah. Uh, Barty gave it to me before I... Left for my world, hoping that it will have keep it. Safe. You have it, have it on you. Yes, it's more worrying. Yes, that is much more worrying. I didn't expect I'd be going gray at four hundred and fifty. But okay, right. Anyway, um, <laughs> we'll just have to make this journey. If you wish to sleep, I don't know if you're tired from your journey. You are more than welcome to. We slept before we left. Uh, I, if you don't mind, will be partly in conversation, but I have many pieces of paperwork. There's just like a stack to his right that I must yeah. also attend to. I'll catch Flora up on everything as much as I can. Um, if you do want any food or drink, I can also get this for you. Thank you. Uh, in the meantime, because that's a long journey. I mean, they'll, you're, you guys will probably end up arriving in the early hours of the morning. Uh, we go back to uh, the rest of the crew, or at least those of you who are there. Uh, we're not doing a proper time skip, but it's a few hours later. The last we left with you was Elsie telling Velka that uh, Bella had unfortunately passed. Velka now uh, having some of her own time in one of the rooms. Uh, but there's a lot of people in the in the, uh, the guild at the moment. I mean, a lot of people. Um, some have possibly gone home now that it's a little safe, you've had conversations, some are still sticking around in the library, maybe in the garden, having some food, I'm sure Barty's trying to crack some food together, more quantity rather than quality in this particular case. 
but uh, I believe there would be a little bit of uh, etch having conversations with a couple of people that you're welcome to uh, to spring up. Yeah, um, <clears throat> etch would run by um, Tav first. Um, just say, right? I watched you in your fight. I you need an upgrade. Um, I've got some crystals. I mean, if you're going to be fighting these things, um, I would love to go out with you and fix this problem, kill that fucker. Not sure what I would say about that. Anything uh, you do to assist me <laughs> would be uh, most gratifying. I'm concerned for my father. Yep. Not only because he holds many secrets of the defenses of the city, but of course, we just got to know him again. I'm keen uh, to find him and keen to defeat the dragons. Yeah, um, it's going to take a little bit of time. Um, a few days, maybe. Um, but I'm going to use one of the crystals that I have and design it for your blade, your fighting style. Um, I saw you, like, going very fast, very quickly, like, expending a lot of things at once. So I'm going to try to aid you in that. Um, help you do that better. Very kind. Thank you, friend Edge. Just promise me you'll kill that asshole. At the first opportunity. And with great pleasure. Uh, you're welcome to have a blueprint document and explain what you're going, what the upgrades would be. I mean, be. the blueprint document would just be the crystal itself. It's, it's ideas at this point. You know, you know what I mean. Etchings. <laughs> uh, uh, then he would go to Zegith. Yep. Zegith at the moment is probably with Elsie. I imagine he's not really left her side. Obviously, if space is needed, but I imagine, you know, uh, that's needed, uh, especially with the current situation of... I would imagine, actually, at the moment, if uh, Tav isn't uh, out helping, he'd be a bit around where Elsie is as well, so he wouldn't have to go far. Um, yeah, he, well, he'd be sitting probably arm around to, you know. Yeah. No, no she'd be in full-on organising mode now. Fair enough. In which case, he's sitting around watching her. I don't know, you're just re reorganizing the entire library or something. Anxious cleaning. No, it would be like making sure that people are there and just making sure that the we'll guild is acceptable mm -hmm. for everyone. Which, of course, it is not. <laughs> yeah, I know, but she's trying to sort though it is. Anyway, he'd just be vaguely around anyway. Zagath, your, your, your blade, it's. Um, you you need an upgrade. Are you alright? Yeah, Have big, you slept? Big, big, big rings around the eyes and all this kind of stuff. Just generally, it's a bit worn. He's like, somewhat, there's been some worrying and yeah, calming, and then. I mean, do I need to explain? No, I get it. Um, I'm in work mode myself. Sorry, you said something about a blade. Yeah, your, your blade needs help. Um, not. Well, it's a simple blade. I sharpen it most evenings. The, the simple blade part is the, is the problem. So I, I'm going to make you something new. I'm going to put a crystal in it. How um, comfortable are you with this whole shadow deep dimension thing? That's a good question. I mean, I've mostly been running by instinct. Uh, it sort of happens when it happens. There are some things I think still inside me that I haven't discovered, but it doesn't hurt and doesn't seem to be affecting me ne negatively. But there's not much I can do about it for now. How would you feel about 
a blade that utilizes that more actively. Can't hurt. Well, it definitely could, but you know. Why not? I'll work something up. Um, I, I have I have this blueprint so far. It's it's a two hander. You seem to like those. Um, yeah, yeah. Nothing more of my own design, though. Very nice. Do you need funding for supplies or? No, I've got so many supplies. When when we got this place, I got a bunch of supplies with it. I plan to work with. In case. Unless you want something specifically more fancy in the blade. Um, I am not picky as long as it can do its job. <laughs> well, it'll do its job and more. It's very kind. It's beneficial for both of us. Can't have an attack like this on the city again. Is uh, Maya doing okay? Um, she's uh, coping. As are we all. I, I think both of us kind of fall into our just work, make things better. Mindset. Well, if there's anything you think I can help with at any point, I'm not sure what you might need, but uh, just ask. Um, right now, just the strangelings, you guys are our most powerful asset in the cities. Yes, I think a little bit of recovery and we will be... Yeah. You can all sleep well, up and be ready to yeah. talk to those other dragons. Hopefully get a few on our side. Cut down any sure ones that may be against us. Yeah, yes. Uh, not sure about when we'll get uh, Ray back, which would be useful, but I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Fortunately, I should probably wouldn't have done much to help during the fight, no. honestly. I don't think anyone I mean, else could have. Well, no point in thinking about the past. Just if, moving on. Yeah. Um, I need to go find Barty. Um, uh, I will... Yes, I think I saw him in the kitchen, obviously. The blade should be done in a few days. Um, I'll need you there just for the final bit of bonding thing so it can use. I'll find you. Whatever you need. Alright. Can I talk to Elsie as well? Um, uh, 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 yes. But... <laughs> oh, yes, I see. Okay. That's less of a thing. That's just a... It's oh, already there. Um, I'll talk to Elsie last. Okay. Um, to Barty. What, what's Barty doing? <laughs> Making food. <sighs> Making bacon pancakes. Making bacon pancakes. <laughs> Batch cooking like everything, I'm yeah. sure. Hey, Barty. Um, Bitch, have you eaten? I, I had some bread this morning, that's about it, but... Fine. Okay, well, it's now... What time, Alex? It's <laughs> <laughs> like a little late afternoon. Okay. Uh, have something to eat, and then we'll talk. I'm busy. Uh, can, can I talk while eating? Uh, Yes, but not with your mouth full. That's rude. Okay. <laughs> we, we've still got manners here, Etch. Okay. B between bites. Like, Okay, uh, I want to help you make sure that everyone in the Strangelings can stay alive while you guys are doing your work. Um, using Fantastic. uh is sorry is that so stay stay alive or or make it make them not being alive not so much of a problem because i feel like that's going to be cropping up more and more it, it's more of the staying alive thing i only have okay. much power with it the crystal should amplify your ability to heal 
Um, if but I need I need it in something. The what? The crystal. I've told you about the crystals. Yeah, right? I know that you have crystals. I just I never really understood what they do. Um, they essentially latch on to your power and amplify it in one way or another. Um, there is oh. a bonding aspect of it, but it's, it's it's a tool to help. Okay, sure. How would you feel about a custom etch-made pan that could help you heal more? Um, that would be great. I, I must insist in non-stick. This one is non-stick. It's got to be non-stick to, to right. just makes cleaning it so much easier. Mm -hmm. Non-stick. Got it. So it means I don't have stick. to carry as much like oil and stuff around. Do you do you know what what what's used to do the non-stick thing or? Not not a clue. Sorry, okay. I I don't make pans. Uh, okay. I just I just get the non-stick ones. Yeah, I usually make blades, and we don't really use non-stick chemicals on blades. So maybe we should help it stay clean. Well, you're not you're um, not normally burning stuff onto a blade, are you? No. Although. You do some some like some magicy stuff with your blades. Do you ever end up with like things stuck to to a sword? The Vorpal blade, not really. It tends to specialize in clean cuts, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm I'm yeah. not an engineer, so I I just as as non-stick as possible, uh, okay. and and that's very generous. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Uh. Next time, uh, in a few days, making stuff for for Tav and and Zagath as well. Um, oh, are you wanting us to stay for a few days? Because I'm pretty sure we were we were heading out to find a dragon tomorrow. Uh, I would say to be safe, go with the safest dragon choice first, the one that feels least threatening. I know the dragon. I think there were but... only, I think there were two, two or three left. One of whom is is down in Hybris, who is probably going to help. One who is probably already on their side, and then one that was uncertain either way. Wasn't uh, there the one that was the drunk in in the port in Marina? That one probably not a threat to most people. Immediately, it is a dragon. Uh, potentially, but we were going to go and head. Out, but you want us to stay for a few days? Uh, no, it, it should be fine. Um, I'm not going to be okay. taking anything away from you. I can do it all without you here. Just next time you are back, stop by. Um, okay. Then uh, you find Elsie. Thanks, Ed. Make sure you eat your dinner. I will. Elsie, <laughs> rushing around, I'm sure. At one point, you probably physically bump into Edge. Yeah, probably. Hey, I've been looking for you. Oh, uh, uh, is it important? Um, it will help you with the whole dragon thing, hopefully. Sounds... Oh, okay. Uh, I can spare you five minutes. I'm glad. How's that bracer working out for you? Uh, it works. You're saying it could be better? It's, I'm sure there's always improvement for things. I have some ideas if, if, if you're if you're up for it. Yeah, uh, anything that will, anything that will stop this. Okay, um, I can make it a little more potent, um, and I'll try to think about ideas. It, like, how's your wild, ma it, with the wild magic, is it capturing magic correctly, using it? I think it, so. Okay. Alright, 
Well, uh, next time you're in town, I'll, I'll write up the designs and have something that I can work out quickly. Just give me the bracer when, when you got some free. Yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> Is that everything? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Rushes off. In one of the small rooms of the, uh, uh, the guild hall of the Strangelings, uh, there's a very large, uh, uh, well, no, it's probably actually not a very big bed. There's an average, let's go with an average sized bed. Felix, you start to come to some consciousness, un unaware. Like the last you knew, you were inside of a gelatinous cube. That's, that's like basically the last thing you know before you fell unconscious. Uh. And <laughs> your body feels sore very sore and weak and you sort of vaguely start opening your eyes everything's just a little bit like maybe a little brighter everything just feels a little bit like you know the colors might see look a little different you're not sure really what's going on but you can tell that you're lying in a bed you recognize it's the guild hall from the general stylistic building um what's what's your first sort of you know uh port of call you're quite weak but you're definitely you know strong enough to stand up and all that kind of stuff Am I in my normal body? I mean, is that the first thing you check? Because you know, you're not—you would have no idea what's going on at all. Well, I mean, I. I mean, I, re I remember falling from an enormous height into a gelatinous yes. cube, and then I woke <laughs> this up. Is so, true. I mean, that's the... generally falling from enormous heights. I'm not saying you what you do. What, 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 what is Felix going to do? I mean, look around the room. Like, where am I? I like I said, you look around the room. You can tell you're in the guild hall. You're in one of the. You're you're in safety, on a fairly comfy comfy bed. That's like the. First okay, thing. that's probably good news. It probably means that. Are you speaking out loud? Yes. When you speak out loud, your voice surprises you. It comes out noticeably like gravelly, and very like um. I don't, it's hard to explain. Almost growly, like like uh, like animalistic when you talk. You're sort of like okay, sort of sort of voice comes out. Mouth uh, 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 feels weird. Um, yeah, and as you mouth feels weird, you realize have a mouth. There's, there's a lot of oh. there's a lot of mouth. Not had a mouth eyes, for a while. Your eyes focus in, and you mouth. realize you have a lot of no. In fact, you have a lot of snout. Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, what, you what look this? down, and your your hands, fingers, arms, furry fingers and arms, they're muscular but gaunt. You know the kind of like there's obviously a lot of muscle, but you're not a big beefy thing. But you're also your arms are really long. You're like what the hell is going on here? You must be you know like six and a half feet tall maybe. And my man. claws, no no they're oh. not disproportionately, but you've got claws like little little claws on your fingers. You're quite a stoop. As you start to stand up, you realize you're quite hunched as well. Looking down, your legs are animalistic. You know, they come forwards with the knee, but then go backwards for the sort of like standing on your toes, ankle type thing. Uh, and like your whole body, as you look around, you realize you're some kind of humanoid animal. You're not sure what, but like it's definitely an animal creature body. Um, the big sharp teeth. My what big teeth I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's sort of like a reverse Red Riding Hood 
<laughs> kind of. Actually. <laughs> um. Oh. Um. Maybe if I go back to bed, it'll just, I'll just wake up and this'll be fine, right? You close your eyes tight, open them up again, nothing's changed. No. <laughs> but you can okay. tell at this point now you're naturally kicking in, you're breathing, you know, you're, you're alive as opposed to the robotic body. Oh, it feels interesting. You're warm. You don't, you, you just start to realize you have been, not, you haven't felt cold, but you have been cold for like 200 years. I've been temperatureless, I guess. Exactly. Like you you have warm blood. It's actually kind of interesting. You can feel your muscles and stuff. Like you can you got a lot more sensitive touch to everything rather than like a sensor saying, "Oh, look, you're touching something." You physically, you know, you can feel things. Was being a human this slimy before? So what a, what, what <laughs> a horrific like idea wet. being able to feel all of your blood going around your body. I don't like it. <laughs> You lungs. can't feel your blood, but like who you invented just, lungs? You can, hear, you can feel your heart pumping, stuff like that. It's convenience. Um, I don't like this. I... There is the only other thing you do notice uh, from your body um, is there's a very noticeable like gash, basically like straight through your body, like a couple of them, as if very recently this body was possibly killed uh, or very, very seriously hurt. You know, they've started to heal over, very badly stitched. Um, like well, it looks, I'm... it looks like nasty scars. Am I but... a zombie? I, I mean, I guess, I guess I am a zombie. I guess I was always as. Oh, I love the idea that I... he's just talking to himself in the room as well. <laughs> well, I mean, in the house for two hundred years. years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you get up and Although, walk? like every so often, he'll he's he's like thinking, and then he'll say a bit out loud, and then be surprised by his own voice and jump a bit. And, then... <laughs> and when you are surprised, you go, uh, and you also you almost like bark, <laughs> like that's the kind of noise that ends up coming out, oh. like a growly bark. Oh no, am I one of those hyena things? Am I one of those hyena things? <laughs> give me, give me a nature roll uh, with what's nature based on? That's based on wisdom, isn't it? It is. So just give me a straight d twenty roll. Nature is in thirteen. Yeah, you can work out you're definitely a null. You feel slightly dumber as well. <laughs> I don't like it. You feel like the brain in this body is struggling with processing your consciousness. <laughs> Using a lot of RAM. Yeah, like it's really, really... Operating at 100%. Level. Like you're, if I was still in my old body, the fans would really be wearing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and, and, and when I say you're, you're, the brain doesn't have a lot of neurons firing the body you're in currently has an intelligence of six so like you know that you should know things but like processing is kind of slow yes you, you you're a null okay uh <laughs> right do you, do you stand up yeah yeah, you roll out of the bed. You really, you start. It's a weird positioning. You're very like head forwards, big strong shoulders and back with these long arms. Sort of, you know, you know, like uh, you see some people who've been to the gym too much and not balance their muscles. Sort of like slightly forwards, their arms sort of slightly outwards. Your legs are very springy. You feel very sort of you know athletic. Um, you know, Spent a little bit of time just springing on the roof of it. <laughs> yeah, you've got you've got you definitely got like a mane coming down your back as well. You can see little. Can I, can I hear better? Um, not particularly. Your passive perception currently. Because there's really, there's really no advantages to this body at all. Huh? No, compared to your old one. But you were like a hyper futuristic, uh, robotic body. So well, I thought I'd ask. Now, now um, you're living. <laughs> 
take me back, please. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna like very like tentatively like open the door of the room and like peer out into the corridor. But like also, I'm aware that I'm a knoll, so I don't want like I don't want somebody to try and kill sure. me accidentally because they find me like find a knoll in the corridor. You peer down the corridor, uh, scaring the cleaning lady, <laughs> and um. The little bit that you're in doesn't uh, seem to have many people, but like you can tell that further down the corridor, around the corners, there's quite a few people in in the guild hall at the moment, more than the the normal like six of you. Hello. A growl little comes out. Raggy. I mean, if you want to do it, you can do it. No, I do not want to do that. Um, I, I, no, I neither no, want to nor can I. No one um, to react. You, you've been quite quiet. I, do I? Does my my tiny idiot null brain reckon it can find out where the kitchen is from here? Oh, you, you like that kind of stuff. You're not. You you you'd be more slow and not good at like working things out necessarily. <laughs> but especially the the stuff that you already knew, you'd still know. Okay, that's fine. Cool. Um, well, then I'm going to head to the kitchen, I guess. As you start, you come out of the this Felix this is room. Um, you, so I, I, like I said, you're about, actually, I think Knolls might be taller than, let me just quickly look up, um, I seem to remember them, they might be about seven foot tall, because you, oh, six foot seven, there you go, between, oh, between six and seven foot, so six and a half seems about right, um, but these are Knolls from them, so I actually reckon you are taller than that, you're probably actually about seven and a half feet tall, just to come back into So that. I just keep hitting my head on the door. So yeah, well, you crouched over quite a lot, but yeah, you'd be like trying to... Well, I guess I hit my hump back on the door. Um, but you, you are quite large, because you would know, as everyone does, that a lot of the creatures you've been fighting have been buffed up a little bit. Um, but as you step out into the corridor, looking like somewhat of a horror scene, the door next to you, like whatever the room is next to you, sort of squeaks open, and a tiny little Velka just walks out, just looks up, and is just like, "Are you going to try and kill me?" No. Good. And then just turns around and walks. <laughs> um. Okay. Just, uh, you can tell she's just very like emotionless done more than usual uh -oh. you tentatively walk down the corridor seeing people now you have a choice i believe if i can remember the layout slightly of trying to avoid the people possibly going across like the courtyard or around the courtyard or going through the main <laughs> oh i'm avoiding the people so you probably go, go to wretch's workshop exactly avoid as much as you can yeah, it's just, yeah, you wander through one of the doors of Etch's workshop the first weekend and see Etch probably sitting there sketching out some blueprints or something. Uh, Etch. <laughs> Do you hear it? Oh, shit! Fuck. Fe uh, Felix, Etch, please I tell me that's Felix in that body, please. Yeah, yeah. What, okay. Why, why am I, why am I um, this? Well, Barty tried to bring you back. Um, when we got rid of the slime cube, um, but I'm assuming what was your soul decided? No, fuck that. I want to go in this body instead. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. And this body was an all. Yeah. So we brought, oh. I, I think we have your robot body. So this back is my fault. Else. I oh. don't, I mean, unless it was a conscious choice, I don't think it's your fault. No. Um, I don't like this body. 
That's fair. It's really yeah. slow. I mean, they, they seem pretty agile. I don't... No, I just can't think. Oh, <laughs> you mean in the brain? Slow in the brain, alright. Um, yeah. Uh, I I don't know what I can really do for you right now. I mean, maybe Zagath can, can help with something like that? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not enjoying this. How do you manage lungs all the time? I've always had them. Just have to keep on remembering to breathe. I think it becomes second nature after a while. I mean, at least after 400 years. I, mean, I guess it, I managed before. But every now and again, in the corner, you just hear <laughs> this knoll just. <laughs> oh yeah, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, sorry about that, bud. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's really soft. Ugh. Soft can be nice. Um, <clears throat> as you're thinking about your body as well, you have currently like a hunger coming on, as in like your your stomach starts like grumbling, oh. uh, and you're really inexplicably just looking for some raw meat. You just really want raw meat right now. Oh no. <laughs> no. I... <laughs> the idea is kind of gross, but you're also just like, I really want some. Like, that's what you want to eat. I, I'm gonna go to the kitchen. Good I, idea. I think. Yeah. Thanks. I'll see you later. Yeah, let me know if there's anything oh. I can do. Uh, yeah. Um, find me a different body. Not really my Question specialty, mark. but I'll. I'll... Look around? Or what are you, you looking things. for? I, I do make things, but I've never made a robot. Assuming that's what you're I, looking I don't for. Know. Yeah, well, yeah, something like my old body would be something that's not, like, wet. <laughs> <laughs> you're making me rethink this whole flesh body <laughs> thing. I, I'll, I'll keep it in mind. <laughs> You wander out of there through like a reverse corridor. Cyberman. Is what <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you wander out of there uh, across the corridors. Uh, Barty, you're cooking away, and you hear the door <clears throat> squeaks open. You turn around, and fucking seven and a half foot tall Noll just like taking up most of the kitchen. Hi. You muted. No, I'm not. Not you. Not you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sacred flame. <laughs> 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 He was there! <laughs> okay, <laughs> Also, like, shot on nerves, very little sleep. Uh, so, Simon, if you can kindly make me a uh, dexterity saving throw. And I you God, if I die body, again. Your dexterity saving throw is a plus one right now. Oh, good. That's a five in total. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you realize how little health this body has. I don't know how much health this body uh, has. 20 radiant damage. Okay. So, so all, all of the like the grills that are, are going just suddenly flare <laughs> up and sh shoot like uh, radiant fire. At so him. there's this fire just <laughs> engulfs you. Like a lot of you just get singed down. You are left with 
to him. I got him! As I got you just, him! <laughs> you're just like, oh my god, everything's like still on fire slightly. I got him, no, no, I'm And then for my bonus action, I will cast Shillelagh on my rolling pin. <laughs> the rolling pin just. <laughs> Barty, please. How, how do you know my name? <laughs> Who are you? What do you mean, how? It's, it's me. Do you look? That's my bad, Felix. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is not. I don't I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. And with sorry, I will do a healing. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually do. I have healing word. I do today. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, have I for once not prepared it in favor of doing all the finding people stuff? Uh, you heal uh, nine. So you've got 11 hit points. Yeah, you're, you're hurt. Great. Oh, <laughs> I have no fur. <laughs> I mean, the fur probably grows back in, in most places. But yeah, it's, it's sore. Sorry about that. Yeah, it was already so, sore. Uh, it's, been, uh, it's been a long... It's been a long few days. Yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, well, I mean, I am telling you. you you've been a, a asleep, dead, asleep for some yeah. of it. So just letting you know, since that time, uh, it has still been long. So, sorry I couldn't save your, your robot body. When I tried, it attacked me, and I think you were oh. already in, in a null. Oh, sorry. So, how, how's that work? Is that, is that a choice that you make? Mm. Or is that just just the closest available corpse? Yeah, well, that's what happened last time with the... I mean, big robot destroyed the house, and then I was a robot, so it kind of... That's the same, I think. So, surprised we... I didn't become a cube, though. So, if we like, I don't know. You, you probably won't remember. Oh, please this. don't test trying after, to kill me. After, after, you know, there was Rayorian fighting Stargram. Uh, there, do you, do you remember a green dragon? Were you dead by then? Green dragon. Yes. No. 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 Okay. Not... There was a green dragon, and there are some other dragons around that we we might have to go and talk to. Um, bum, 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 green dragon. So, could you, in theory, if we killed a green dragon, and then we killed you, <laughs> could you become a dragon? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess it wouldn't be as soft. I I, I don't know what to say to that. Uh, I die. Uh, you probably need something to eat, right? You, yeah, I. You are very aware of the smell right now of like, you know, there's probably like a cooling, you know, those like uh, cold stones. There'd be a cold stone with some like pork chops and things just still in, chilling on it. Yeah, to be I, need, I need some meat. Don't worry about cooking it. I, I'm gonna, it's going to be so gross. No, I, no, I don't. No, not not cooking, please. I, um, of course, of course I'm going to cook it. No, it's unsanitary to eat it raw. You get I, salmonella. To be fair, I don't really care about this body and you've already... Um, set me on fire so I'm well that's all the more reason to give you a properly cooked meal as an apology and also so that you don't die of I, food poisoning I'm I think I'll probably be okay um it, I mean I'm, okay, well, I'm, I'm not gonna enjoy it but okay well if if anyone asks as you're dying of food poisoning and if I can't fix it it wasn't my fault just think you, of you it said as that like that's what you wanted pork chop tartar steak tartar chicken tartar no, it's overrated is a tough sushi. You want you want things done. Pork chop well sushi. Done or medium rare. 
I see you're subscribing to the Victorian British cuisine school of cooking. <laughs> everything must everything be boiled to death. <laughs> Fried or boiled. <laughs> so do you hand over one of the pork chops then? One? One no, of them. I'm, I'm just gonna let I'm just gonna let him take it and then okay. you, you, you probably take like two or three or four of them and you it's slimy and cold, you can feel how slimy and cold I'm it not is. kind of going back and forth like my exactly. body is instinctively going for it, and then I'm like, uh, 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 I will walk up, I will reach into my spice pouch, <laughs> and I will pull out a pinch of salt and then a pinch of pepper and just sprinkle them. So, you. You know, have you ever been in a situation where you've like eaten, let's say you've got like a dozen donuts and you've eaten like seven of them, and you hate the idea of eating another donut, but your brain's also like, I need to eat that donut? It's that kind of situation where you just like your stomach's turning slightly, but also your brain's like, oh yeah, I kind of want that right now. Uh, yep. And if you do chomp down into it, rip away in it. Um, your teeth are very good at chewing it. Very, very sharp, it seems. And it's gross and feel, like the mouthfeel, you just... And it tastes of, well, well anything, thing, which is... The thing. Your brain is processing this taste from this tongue, and you're kind of like, it's not actually that bad. Like, it tastes kind of good. <laughs> like, you hate the... I think I'm more distracted by the fact that it actually, that I can taste things now. True, true. Because that it's been a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you are enjoying it, but you hate to enjoy it, I would imagine, is the, the current situation as you chomp down on five or six of them. Like Katy Perry. <laughs> sure, sure, yes. You enjoy it, but you hate to enjoy it. <laughs> sure. I thought you were talking about the the chewing part, and I was like, what? What? Oh, no, no, no. What did Katy Perry do that was notable about chewing? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, you know, like Katy she dressed Perry up as a burger one time. Chewing. Everyone loves a bit of mastication. You're doing it right now. <laughs> anyway, yes, you mean that. We shall skip across, because unless there's anything else that in your null body you particularly want to do at this point. Um, leave it. We on a lamppost? I don't know. I know what uh, nulls do. What do null do? Um, mostly killing. <laughs> that, that, that is a thought. Is, is are you just going to shit yourself, not realizing that that's the impulse that you'll have when you need to go to the loo? I'm feeling you would. Uh, let's out. find out. <laughs> Having not been to the loo in two hundred years, like you would feel you would feel uncomfortable, and then realize you probably need the toilet. But these would be surprising things. You would be frustrated about needing to go to have a wee because just how inconvenient, you know? <laughs> exactly. Not having a body that takes care of itself. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna also suggest that he stays in the kitchen and doesn't frighten all the refugees. <laughs> yeah, I that was I I didn't want to do that, which is why I fair enough. came here and I just well, except I came here and then you set me on fire. So, well, yeah, but that's, that's, you know that's that's because I thought you were here to you know kill me. So don't yeah. do that. At least that didn't warple your head. <laughs> oh, that is true. That is very... he, he would have just been possessing the building and we would have had to have blown the building up to get you back. <laughs> I probably, I mean, I probably would have just, I don't know. Blown a sword, anyway, become a cursed sword. Anyway, the evening, the evening moves on and the night time comes in. I reckon a couple of the people who have been sticking around sleep. You've been doing a lot of making sure everybody's okay, making sure it's alive. But a lot of people do want to go back to a home of some sort, have their own space. So I imagine by the morning, there's very few of the people that were around still around. Elsie, your family, probably quite close by, 
but uh, in in a different place. Uh, obviously, your mother still bundled up, put into one of the rooms, um, being preserved, um, I'm, I'm magically in another uh, this and that other ways. Um, I know that's the thing you're approaching a bit. Uh, and the rest of anyone who was around Velka probably goes home. You probably would try to stop her. She'd say, "Nah, <laughs> I'm going home." Uh, which at this point, of would course, Velka have a home? Because didn't well, she lives with Bella? Fucked up. Yeah, but um, did Bella live near Elsie's parents? True, that's true. Her, it would have been there. She'd find somewhere. I mean, maybe Zegith would offer up the flat or something. Just some. She just definitely wants to. That be also Elf. got ruined, didn't it? That's in a different part of the, the city. That's in the safe part. I thought that was near the guild hall. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you said that one got ruined as well. No, 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 not his flat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the uh, the two houses that your your family stayed in got destroyed. But the, which one? One okay. of which was owned by um, Zegath. Uh, <laughs> he just bought property and it's been destroyed. Um, anyway, yeah, so everyone's going to separate out. And uh, in the morning, they said. I said, buy property, they said. It's a great way of investing, they said. Yes. Anyway. Um, Do we have fire insurance and... in Valuna? <laughs> Any insurance. In the morning, uh, this is when, of course, we go back to Ray. Uh, all of you... Have we taken a long rest? Um, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, the long rest. Long rest, long rest. Cool. Uh, yeah, you... Oh, you, pro you may have taken a little nap because it would have been overnight as well. So you, you wouldn't have been too tired, but it might have been a little bit of a nap. Anyway, you're woken up a little bit of a tap on the shoulder. You wake up. It's the king. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> sorry, didn't we surprise you? Sorry, we're sort of here. Okay. Can we see outside of the carriage or is it closed off? You sort of peek the curtain a little bit and um, the bit that you are now in is actually coming up to the, the, the tower. So you've gone through the city a little bit already, and a lot, a lot of this place is destroyed, apart from a few of the houses, obviously, where Dugnex was, which is <laughs> flattened. Uh, there's no more smoke around, you know, a lot of that's been dealt with now, so there's no more smoke coming out from everywhere. So, surprisingly little damage where you currently are, but you don't have a lot of perspective. It's, uh, doesn't look that bad. So far. This area was luckily less affected. Um... I will be going up to meet Frin almost immediately. <clears throat> you can see also outside that, you know, the, the Celestial Army is greeting the King's Army. They're sort of, like, creating little barricades. Some people are sort of peeking out, but it seems like it's very bare streets. It was the opposite of Courtsy, where everyone was like, ah, there's a carriage! No one seems to be, like, coming out. Everyone's possibly just done, you know? Like, I am dealing with that. Um, I should probably said, well, go um, up there um, quickly as well, since I'm carrying precious cargo. This is entirely your choice. I will be calling on the Strangelings uh, almost immediately anyway. Okay. So, they will be coming here if you wish to meet them. Sure, yeah. In which case, he opens up, and uh, it's eerily quiet in Veluna. Like, you got used to the little, little bustle and that. It's early morning. I mean, it's like five in the morning kind of time. But still, there's like nothing going on. There seems to be a fairly high guard presence around not just because of the king's guard but around the tower obviously the couple of destroyed buildings which no one seems to be doing anything about you know uh, <laughs> implying that the rest of the city is more important but it is just eerily quiet uh, and you hop out of course Flora too is just like okay yeah. <laughs> head up head up to the top sorry Flora this is really overwhelming for me as well sorry She's just, yeah yeah Okay. Um, 
you get up to the top and it's not as bustling as the last time we were here, but they're still quite bustling. People doing things, friend doing paperwork. There's just a lot going on. Um, but everything like almost immediately kind of stops as everyone's like, oh shit, the king is here and friend gets up and walks over. They have a little quiet conversation as you're slightly stepped behind. Uh, a couple people, you know, rush past you downstairs to get the strangelings or something, you don't know. You're standing and, there uh, awkwardly. Exactly, and uh, the king gestures over to you. Uh, hey. Step over, he said. Now, I I do apologize for having to do this, but uh, I want the strangelings in with a meeting with us, but I'm Flora, I do not know her. For the meantime, if she's happy to wait outside, still in the tower, we will have a separate room not inside with the meeting. Um, I'll wait with her. If she can't be in on the meeting, I'll wait to hear after. We seriously need all of the strangelings in on this meeting. I appreciate you are close and possibly worried. There are many guards here, many trustworthy people, and we need to talk about the future of Eluna and what may be the world. I appreciate that, but I just got her back after five years. I'm not leaving her side until she's comfortable. And right now she's very overwhelmed. Um, Flora just walks, you feel a little hand on your waist. She's just like, it's okay, I can wait. You sure? I, I'll find something to do, I'm sure. I'll just be out here. It's, very, you know, it's lovely up here. Uh, it's okay. You have to save a world. Alright, fine. I think they have food over there. Lots of new stuff to try. I'll... I'll... I'll be... I mean, I'll... I, I, the king is like, you stay together until, of course, the strangelings get here. Uh, okay. I'm going to speak with Rin uh, in the room. Uh, firstly, to go through any documentation and to, so she can get me as updated as possible. Once the strangelings are here, if you could bring them through uh, and a couple of other... Uh, people will come as well. We can have a bit of a discussion. Yes? All right. And he heads on out. The Strangelings, five in the morning. A lovely time, of course. There's a... Uh, who would be first? Elsie. There's a little knock on your door. And it's, it is just a gentle... You just muted yourself. Yep. I think. What do you want? And you hear the, the voice of your, you know, your receptionist, she's like, oh, sorry, um, there's some guards here. Uh, can't you, uh, uh get up. <laughs> Zegith's just like, <laughs> in bed. <laughs> She'll leave him until she knows what's going on. <laughs> you open up the door, I'm sure dressed, your hair slightly mucked up and you know, and uh, a rather... Like very you know, neatly dressed reception. You don't know how, why she's awake at this time. You don't even know what hours they work. <laughs> Just like, um, some guards want the the whole of the strangelings to go to the tower. Oh. They didn't say why. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll get, I'll get um, breakfast. Thank you. Uh, can you do me a favor and get um, a couple of the others up? I will grab, um, Barty and Edge. Oh, oh, I'm not ready for this. Oh, God, I've got to wake him up. Okay. Okay. Um, Thank you. Tav, oh, a couple seconds later on your door. I mean, Tav feels like the kind of person that might be up at five in the morning. 
I think he'd probably be a bit light sleeper even when he does sleep. So be like, what is it? <laughs> Sorry, sir. Some guards wanting strangelings to come to the tower. Is there a problem? I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Miss Longwind told me to wake you. Very well. Where is she? Uh, waking some of the others. Hmm. I'll uh, make my way to the entrance and meet her there. Thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then next up, uh, Felix. Hello. <laughs> Uh, Strangeling has been called by the, the tower. Okay. The tower has, has, has Tav actually met the new Felix yet? Uh, I don't think so, no. But I mean, you obviously you all know the general situation. So I just like to imagine. But were uh, you not there when. when... Yeah, he, he was. When, when, I, was when you I was there when you died, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did you woke up? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Felix, you, I'm sure, wander over, open the door to, to this little receptionist, you know, maybe five foot six. or just. No, I quite up. intentionally open the door and stand behind the door so that he could, can't say I see because <laughs> I, I don't want to see <laughs> She's just like, hello? Uh, it's okay, I, I've got a bad cold. Uh, I don't <laughs> okay. want to give it to you, so I'm just going to stand behind the door. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, yeah, okay, there's pretty good medical here, but that's fine. I'll, I'll head off. Just skirts. <laughs> you hear a little... I just like very intentionally wait until I hear her steps like go around the corner. So, mm -hmm. like, just... You wait until she comes around the corner, step outside, immediately to town probably. <laughs> <standing there. laughs> oh, hi. Ah, Felix, I presume. Yeah, I'm. That's one of the better receptions I've had so far. One of hmm. the few times in your life, Tav, that you've had to look up to talk to someone. Yes. <laughs> well. Perhaps not the prettiest body, but I'm sure it'd be effective in a fight. It was... Well, I wouldn't say it was prettier before, but it was slightly less scorched yesterday morning. Hmm. Um, before Barty set it on fire. Um, hmm. Was there any particular reason for that? Oh, hello. I said hi. Uh, understandable then. <laughs> that was a joke in case you're wondering. Okay. <laughs> I'm working on my humor. Is it working? I don't know. I, this this body isn't really intelligent enough for jokes, mm. to be honest. I'm not sure this one is either. That was a, <laughs> that was a joke, too. I see. Shall we? Yeah. I'll head off towards the door. <laughs> you all head up to the uh, the front door. I'm sure everyone else is awoken. Elsie would have wandered around. Um, yeah, Edgy would have been woken up as well. Because I was you staying here right now. He fell asleep at his desk. It would have told Maya that, that he's going to help by souping them up with some weapons. Mm -hmm. uh, he definitely would have had a, a Zegith knock, knocking on the door, which is much more of a. You know, <laughs> <laughs> paper attached to his face <laughs> he just creeps open he's like mm. I had a feeling um tower meeting important people hey I'm gonna grab coffee and then I'll be there and mm. he just walks off leaves the door open the classic Ow. annoying thing Nick is not supposed to rest like that <laughs> you, know, you say yeah, your Rachel's next your neck's hurt and you realize there's like you know some sort of calipers or something just sticking inside oh, your neck fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> you all meet up at the front door. Tired, groggy. Um, I imagine Bart, you brought some pastries or something, some coffee vaguely around. Uh, if I was woken up by Elsie, I would yeah. have said about going to um, fix her mum first before heading out. I mean, Elsie's not here to react to that. <laughs> Elsie! Elsie, why don't you want to? Why don't you want to bring your mum back? She's back. You've always hated her. Oh, I'm surprised to hear that. <laughs> you keep yelling. Um, she may actually come back at the right time. Elsie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elsie, why do you hate your mum? <laughs> why? I thought I thought you were on good terms. Barty, um, just whilst well, hopefully she comes back online. Um, you, you, you know, you meet up in the in the front uh, area. I'm sure as a gigantic knoll once more walks up behind you. I will think <laughs> for a moment. Is there who else is around? Quite a few. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. If other people are there, I will assume that it is the Felix Knoll, uh, and that because they haven't already murdered him. Hi again. <laughs> Tiddick slightly flinches when he sees Barty. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm watching you. Why? Why? Because I'm I'm talking to you. It'd be rude to be talking to you and not, not looking at you. But you, you said that in a way. So threateningly. Was... Yeah. Seemed... I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> you know this, this, is, this is Felix. He's Yeah. Hi. As far as we know. What do you mean as far as you know? This like we watch sort like you were there yeah but we don't know we don't know what's gonna happen when he like he came in and ate some raw pork chops yesterday so clearly you know the body influences the mind so our friend felix is inhabiting the body but you know he could also be like at some point god i really just wanna well i'll, I really I'll let you know someone. i did i did let you know that i wanted raw meat I'll, oh, I'll yeah. let you know if I have the urge to murder someone if that, well, that yeah well that, that would be good that would be that would be the ideal situation if indeed you do feel like you want to murder someone which I don't for the record I mean I feel like we all want to murder the snake flying creature with the horns thing snake flying creature with the horns thing um, you would that bit Simon <laughs> hmm? would it would it not be an execution at that point? The, that feels the that, more justice -y. The one that ripped out the insides of Felix's body, attacked you multiple times. Uh, right. Gonna be honest, <laughs> I don't really care if it's murder oh, or justice at this point. Shit needs to die. Mm. Neither murder or justice is necessary. We do have a couple things to deal with as well, don't we? Anyway, um, I guess we should head off to the tower. Uh, seeing as Elsie has decided that her mum is doing okay and we will deal with that once we know what the situation is <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yes you see <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you all wander out to the guild hall it's not too far of a distance to get to the tower um guided by a couple of guards who are waiting at the entrance um a couple of them being celestial army a couple of them being Quartzian uh, uh, guards, which of course you weren't expecting as you walked out with their different you know, general colors and, and armor. Um, slightly dwarfed by the ASMR, <laughs> but you know, still looking big and powerful and uh, as if you wouldn't really want to fight them too much. And you're led through the city, 
still eerily quiet. Very few people. Maybe you see one person wandering the streets, um, avoiding eye contact. And you get to the tower, head up the tower, and uh, Ray is waiting as you get to the top. Hey guys, I'm back. Ah, Sacred Ray flame. And Ray, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> this is Flora. For real this time, and not just in a vision. You found her. That's that's very good news. Yeah. You are adorable. Hello. <laughs> Kind of condescending. No, I like I your pink hair. I feel like if I, I'd be like if I said you're so fluffy or something. I am very fluffy. That's the, the first thing I said when I saw him. Everyone tells me that the first time they meet me. Literally everybody. I wasn't going to tell you that. Leave, I did. Well, then I'm a little offended by that, but I just think <laughs> that I like your hair. It's just she just looks over to um to to range just like okay the social customs here are different. Do you guys not have racism? I uh, I'm not familiar with. This is this is the this is I have to say this is the best or like least objected party has been to somebody saying that he was fluffy. <laughs> like yeah. every time someone says he's fluffy, that he's like, that's really racist of you. <laughs> no, every time they call me a cat, that's when it's racist. He is objectively fluffy. Um. Nice to meet all of you. Hi. All with um, armor, big. I don't usually look like this. It's a pleasure to meet you. Wait, yeah. if you. Who are you? Felix? Yeah. Hi. Did you not wonder why we had a null with. He's not a prisoner of war. He's a zombie. I understood. Okay. Well, I was always a zombie, sort of. I'm still kind of registering class. everything that's going on here. We just got in town. Um, a few minutes ago. I'm Zegith. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh yeah, my name is Bartlett, but you can call me Barty if you want. Barty? These are the friends I that I made here. And the quiet one is Elsie. <laughs> I'm not doing that interaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's going to be pissed off that she wasn't here. <laughs> Oh yeah, the, the, I'll show you to the meeting. Yeah, what are we doing here? Um, King Bregan's here. <laughs> I, I hitched a ride with him on the way back from Quartzia. Um, oh, he, I love he said, that guy. We have to talk about the uh, whole future of the gel, Carmanthia or something like that. You guys go ahead, I'll be right with you. You pointed towards the right door, which you walk in. It's another one of the, you know, big long table, meeting room. The king and Fryn just sitting fairly close to each other. Um, you know, like two sort of the corner of a long table, sort of looking at some paperwork and talking. And as you walk in, they both, oh, hello, please uh, just sit down. We'll be uh, with you in a second. Just so you know, this is Felix. Don't Fucking immediately hard. attack him. Yeah. He looks a little bit different now. Barty made that mistake already. Yes. You've never looked better. I have, but thank you. That's you have. very rude. Uh... <laughs> Ray will it's... hug Flora and give her a kiss on the cheek and heaven after him. Yeah. She, she just wanders over to like some, you know, like, like the water cooler. So... <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, come here often. <laughs> yes, yeah, 
immediately going to start hitting on people once uh, uh, Ray's gone. Yep. Totally. And as you all sit in and sit down, the king stands and a very pensive uh, look on his face does that thing where he stands behind the chair holding onto the top of it sort of half partially sort of leaning on it evidently thinking and as you're all ready and staring at him he starts to speak up and, ah, friends uh, thank you for coming so uh, quickly i am apologetic it is so early in the morning still dark outside i know but the longer we wait, uh, the worse things seem to get. I'm desperately sorry to... The king's currently talking, you're in a meeting, just so you're aware. I'm desperately sorry to... And Elsie met Flora. And Elsie just met Flora. The destruction of Veluna. Once more, you've been through a lot already in your history. I, I regret that you had to survive another catastrophe. I don't doubt there are many lost in this battle, and my first port of call is to erect a memorial in the city of Veluna to remember those who bravely lost their lives in the attack. Uh, this will be paid for by the country of Kamanthia. Kamanthia will also assist in the reconstruction of the city and homes within, donating craftsmen and workers from Kortia for as long as is necessary, whilst funding the material cost uh, and labor. Um, and Fryn sort of perks up for a second, sort of like a little hand up to sort of like, actually, and the king nods and she says, ah, very kind, your highness. Um, the city of Veluna thanks you greatly. I, I just wanted to add the funding uh, seems to have already been promised to be covered by the golden dragon. Uh, I'm sure you heard. <laughs> you just... Take the money! <laughs> Funding never comes along. Erin <laughs> uh, uh, of the Ceres Isles, I don't know if you were told much about, uh, but she promised part of her hoard to help the city rebuild. And <laughs> the king says, I'm glad that help is already here, though I still question the presence of this rarity. That will approach that later. If more funding is needed, the country will cover it. Uh, this is always, uh, always an offer. Unfortunately, I must remove some emotion from this conversation to ask for a comprehensive recollection of what happened here and how much danger this will bring to the rest of the country. And Fryn speaks up, of course, unless any of you try to speak up first. I would like to ask um, if part of that uh, funds that can be made available, uh, if I could pinch some diamonds for the purposes of keeping us alive for whatever he's about to ask us to do it resources and such I, we will talk of later um cool i am aware that you are a priority of our funding uh, it seems as though the world of jail mostly relies on you and then friend friend does speak up and says oh, i i think our best person to speak of what happened here would be the strangelings. They were at the heart of all this when it happened. I was close by, but they can speak about, well, the, the green dragon, the red dragon, the golden dragon, the other creatures, the Fairquin being stolen. Uh, it sort of gestures to the rest of you. I'll see uh, if uh, uh, leader, I suppose you should uh, speak for us. <laughs> I was saying a lot of things. No. Um, well, I mean, it was. Uh... Shall we start with 
this is the king speaking. Shall we start with the, the golden dragon? This situation. Yes. So um, she lived on the island that the uh, Aethma came from. Ceres Islands, I believe. Yes. Um, she's agreed to help us. We thought that, seeing as we're dealing with dragons, that having one on our side would help us. Um, and the plan was to fake an attack to make people aware of the dangers that are currently happening. Uh, however, during that, um, somehow the others knew about what was going to go on. Uh, and it, it, um, it was a disaster. Sorry, um, I mean, yeah, we, we fought with the, well, we think it's the leader, um, whilst the golden dragon attacked the green dragon. Was it the green dragon? The red dragon attacked red dragon. the gold dragon. Uh, the, the green dragon came down to attack us when it looked like we were going to kill the snake man, who I believe is is not the leader, right? That's not the Mr. Hobbergoblin. Hobbergoblin. Well, I have met the uh, leader. He was uh, in a difficult proposition. But yeah, um, so the gold dragon was dealing with the red dragon in the sky that was all fine we were dealing with whoever was leading all this down on the floor that was all fine we were we were doing pretty well however this green dragon that we didn't even know about came out of nowhere i mean you said you were doing well but i mean i did i did die you got better yeah sort of not much better. In the scheme of things, no offence, Felix, but your death was minuscule because, like we said, you you are still here. We've lost people that we will never get back. If may, if may ask some questions for clarification. I, I was just going to say, the bottom line with the dragon is they're here to help, uh, but they get to live in the mountain. Um, that was... That was kind of like the price. Okay. My first question is, you said you wanted a fake attack to potentially convince the citizens of Veluna that the possibility of dragon attack is on the table. I can't question what's already happened. I understand the logic and idea behind this. I'm not sure how I would convince the people of Courtier that the dragon attack was coming but why were you convinced in the first place a dragon attack would be coming? We were attacked by a dragon. Yes. Yeah, it's not the first time we've been attacked by them with... The dragon was tracking you to Veluna. The dragon was tracking what we have been sent out to find. Or us. But yes. The stones. Yes. yes. My second question, of course, is uh, 
How are you convinced that I believe you called her Rayorin is on your side? From what I have heard, the stories of dragons, they are not ones for helping that often. Well, we did her a favor uh, and she needs a new, she needs a new place to, to stay because her old place is, um, she... yes. The, the market value is just falling through the floor. <laughs> and she seems uh, to have a personal you... vendetta against Starkrim. Yes. Right. And you haven't met her in her like human form. She's super cool. She's just got that vibe. So if I am to collect this information correctly, there is a larger danger being enforced by dragons that you, I hope, have a plan to deal with. Um, we have a plan of sorts. We have the yeah. beginnings of a plan. We're getting there with a plan. If Nothing you are further willing, since I've left. If you are willing, I do request you continue on this journey. You have proven time and time again that you are more than competent enough to deal with this situation. There is little I can do to help you at this point. You have proven, like I say, that you are capable, but I can fund you on this journey. I am aware that you do not receive payment for saving the world. I do not have personnel to spare. I must protect Corsia from a potential dragon attack or other. I believe Veluna will be in the same situation, but uh, I will continue to, play, to pay for your travel using the Falcon. In addition, for now, I shall give you another 5,000 gold pieces to subsidize needs you may have. And if you need more, we can come to this at that point. I don't wish to send you on travels with too much money in case of loss or diamonds, anything of those. <coughs> you have requested some diamonds. I can do my best to find some or give you the money to buy such things. This is what this 5,000 is for. Uh, we do not keep diamonds of such in uh, the castle, and also this is uh, a long way away right now. If uh, you want, I can get them sent to you as fast as possible. If you wish to take this money and buy them, then uh, that may be faster. Uh, he reaches, uh, off, he grabs a little pouch off his uh, uh, off his belt. It seems fairly heavy and just funks it down on the table. Uh, it's full of platinum, obviously, because that's easier. I am. Um, I don't know about <clears throat> everybody else, but I'm. I still have kind of standard um, traveler's armor. Um, I think if we all had some magical armor, that may help us as well. Again, these are not things that I keep personally for myself, but we can fund uh, possession of these. If you accumulate a list of what you wish to buy, and I will do my best to find some, it may be better for you to average the cost, and I will send somebody to bring this money to you. Okay. I appreciate and such will be difficult. Um, there, I know you said you haven't got personnel to, to, to spare. Um, there is other things that you could do to help us uh in a tangentially related uh way to the dragon attacks 
Um, how are your diplomatic relations with the Fluarian couple? Our current diplomatic standings lie neither here nor there. We have communication for trade and for general international ruling. We do not get too involved with the politics of the Fluarian couple for what I assume That's is all. We don't, don't need to get involved in the politics. Uh, we just maybe could do with being in communication with Genevi. Um, there is potentially, you know, a dragon-like threat uh, from a yeah from a massive kraken with necrotic uh, aspect to it uh, in the Catherine Gap, which maybe is also going to either be co-opted by this kind of antagonistic force behind the dragons. Uh, so if we could be kept abreast of any kind of sightings or um, if anything weird starts happening over in the Catherine Gap, that would, that would be great. Favours are not something I have in large quantity from the king of the Fluarian couple. What I can do is pull strings to have you have a meeting with the leader of the current navy. You will have no guarantee of help, but I do not think I will be able to ask for updated information of their waters. It would bring in contention of reasons and hidden agendas. Right, does that sound good to everyone? Yeah. yeah. We also have cool. spoken to King Ulamasan from Alabi, who has offered to help with the Kraken. Um, if we can give a time and place for his forces to arrive. I have not communicated with the underwater kingdoms. But if there is some way we can communicate closer to the time, of course this would be helpful. For now, I suggest you speak with multiple parties. If it really is such a large threat, I suggest collecting as many individuals as possible to take this fight. Okay. Like I said, I put you in contact with the Navy. I will struggle to do much more. All right. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Um, if, I mean, without sounding a bit weird and morbid, I'd quite like to not stay in this body for too long if I can avoid it. That's um, really unsettling. So I'm hoping we could, Hi. um, fund a, a war forged or a robot or something. Yeah, does Kugaram sell those or I, I, I mean, for that? I assume we could find something in Hydra. I, am, I mean, um... I am unaware of how your situation works, but I have heard of and seen uh, your previous body. I am apologetic that this has been what I assume has been destroyed. Yeah. I would... I would suggest the city of Hydra for any advanced technology. I can pass across a 
document to cover the charges for such a creation. I am unaware of how much this would be. If you can, of course, get this from your golden dragon friend, please do. I'm not saying we will not fund it, I just... If it is possible to put more of the funds into clerics and healing... Yeah, of uh, course. Beluna, of course. I understand. Priority. Oh, and, and um, um, Felix, I had an idea. Maybe I can work with people from Hydra. Um, incorporate a crystal, maybe, to help that body um, improve its functionality. I'm not sure. I'll have to be that in contact with them. We were talking yesterday. Uh, Felix, do you think it's feasible that you could possess a dragon? I don't that, that would be like I super useful, uh, to be honest. Two. Does that not presuppose you? I, I don't think that's a good idea. I feel like also that might get us attacked by more metallic dragons. Well, well I was dragons or whatever they are. I don't know. I was thinking dragon. because the, there's three other dragons. Also, we... we have to kill a dragon for that. Yes, but there's there's three other dragons that we know of of these ancient dragons who are seemingly kind of either about to be involved or getting involved. One of them yeah. is likely to side with us. One of them is fairly neutral. And one of them is either already involved with or is likely yeah. to get involved with the other side. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, what if instead of going to the one who's likely to side with us first, we do a surprise maneuver i'm not i'm not a general i, I don't know if that's the, i the just want to them. stop you for um up curious that you our last plan plan with dragons plagum i just said that's the that's the yeah, whole right our last plan with dragons kind of didn't work and we weren't even really fighting those dragons. Yeah, well, that's because there was two surprise dragons. This would be us surprising one dragon. And if I may, the king speaks up. I appreciate these are conversations that are important to you, but they are of minimal impact to myself. I do have a lot of organization to get to, if you don't mind. That's fair. And also, I'd quite like to just be a robot. Um, Work out. Squishy, no offense, people. <laughs> and we will send the funds. Um, he you. pauses for a second, pulls out from a little, little pouch, like a, a note of paper, and just writes down, gets a, a little inkwell and a quill, and writes a big sort of fancy letter, uh, closes it, get, uh, gets some wax, puts it down, presses his ring into it with obviously the seal of... Uh, the, the royals, and then hands that over to um, Felix. This is uh, a letter of a promise of payment for whoever you do go to, just in case I can't get the funds to you uh, in time. Thank you. It's signed by me, and uh, this paper and generally the signature is magically sealed. It is. You don't have to worry about confidence and. Uh, uh, Persuasion of any sort, they will recognize it. Thank you. That's that's really helpful. I would hope that you don't spend 
hundreds of thousands of gold. I do not know the cost of these bodies. I'll try not to spend too much. But what is needed, I'm sure we can work with. Um, I'll help where I can for free. I will unofficially recommend you try to get the funds from the dragon. Legally, if the the, the country of Carmanthia buys the body, the country of Carmanthia owns the body. Ah. I will not be attempting to take advantage of this in any way, but I do not know how long bodies as such last, and I cannot speak for those kings after me or people in the future. I don't want a situation where you are enlisted as such against your will. I appreciate that. Thank you. But that was unofficial and... Yes. What was unofficial? I'll be leaving now. Fryn, if we may have another word, continue helping here. Oh, what? Uh, one second. Um, Fryn, I do have the other stone that should probably go wherever the other ones are being stored. I thought the plan was to move the stones. I don't know. I just arrived here. We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. And I the, totally missed that you switched from Edge to Ray there, Greg. I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning of me speaking, I also missed it. <laughs> and you're left in this room to you know, obviously continue your uh, conversations. If you want to. <laughs> that is a... Guys, the gang's so... back together. We did it. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was really preoccupied earlier, Flora. She's not, yeah. not in this room. Yeah. She wasn't allowed to sit in on the meeting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why did you slap her, Elsie? That was totally uncalled for. <laughs> we uh, uh, we need to see these dragons as a matter of urgency. However, we also need to be properly equipped. Yes. Um. Sorry. If I uh, this is Zegath, of course. If I may, um, I did do a little research over the past couple nights. Uh, dragons wise. I'm not sure how much of it is true, but there are books that outline some things about dragons. Um, oh, how way to go? Um, uh, chromatic dragons and metallic dragons also supposedly reports of uh, crystal dragons of some kind, like a third uh, genome, I guess. Less important. Uh, throughout what I've read, uh, we've already worked out chromatic dragons are generally less friendly to well, anyone. And uh, metallic dragons are, as it would be, our friends. Um, we have discovered, of course, that the metallic dragons have the ability, well, at least the golden one confirmed, has the ability to turn into a humanoid figure. I don't think the chromatic dragons can do that. I only bring this up because there was a previous question of whether or not they were hiding amongst our ranks. I don't think that's a thing they can do, so uh, maybe worth confirming with one of the dragons, but uh, I think that's better. Um, I do also have uh, a little list of supposed uh, power, uh, breath weapon powers that go with different colors of dragons, which may be useful for us to be aware of in case of needing to protect ourselves. It's very useful. And... um, I also 
partially learnt uh, draconic speech. It's difficult to do from writing, but it should be possibly helpful. Hmm. Oh, Zegeth, just by the way, I did use magic to teleport back here, so um, your big friend may be coming back at uh, some point. I don't know. Right. Yeah. It, it didn't happen you immediately? Can... No, it not immediately, no. Immediately. Oh. It took two weeks last time, so. If he comes back, you're dealing with him, Zegeth. I could always just ask him if, you know... No. Uh, no no more contact to him. Not, especially not in a city. Well, I, I do think that that does take us on to something. So, it seems like our uh, enemies... I feel like they need a, a better name than just the enemies. <laughs> um, the forces of evil. Um, forces of chaos. Yeah, the normal the normal The normalings. Normalings. Uh, they... Let's not get stuck. Should they... it, be, it be the chaoslings? Let's not get stuck on this. Carry the on with what you're going to say. Well, they seem to be able to teleport and those kinds of things. No? So they did, like... So, I know we, we had floated the idea of either they had found a way to do it without uh, alerting the dragons, or... Uh, they're in league with the the kind of the void dragons. Um, what what do we what do, what do we think? I hope they're not in league with the void dragons. I feel like if they were in league with the void dragons, we wouldn't be sitting next to Ray. That's true. Well, uh, I also, we also know that we, we can we can go around and we can we can do teleportations just that they don't like it afterwards. They don't like people being where they don't belong. From the sounds of it. Yeah. Uh, let's just clarify where they don't belong according to the dragons. You yes. Definitely... Yeah. They have an anti-immigration policy that we don't share. But they've also attacked you guys for teleporting in world, haven't they? Mm. Yes. I think their issues are with long-range teleportation even across world. I think they have more issue with long-range teleportation across worlds because of, I'm sure it makes a much larger ripple in there. Maybe that's just They're coming fine. up with reasons to not like it. <laughs> I don't know. Shall we continue these meetings back at the guild? Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to? Do you want to? Do you want to have dinner with your mum tonight, Elsie? I need to talk with my family about that. Okay, well, just, you know, the longer she's dead, uh, what? The, the the harder it is, you know, just yeah. just putting that out there. I don't want to be I insensitive, know. but I... there is a clock on, on this. Okay, I know, okay? Oh, Prentice goes up and hugs Elsie. I'm sorry, I didn't know. Who else? Um, Bella. Um. What is Velka? Jackson. Uh, Valka's at our flat. Um, she's, she's taking some time. Oh, she's taking some time. Uh, Jackson as well. Yeah. I don't know which one of these I've met is. Oh, it's left real. Yeah, Tab, Tab's dad has been mind controlled. Uh, That's true. Wait, what? Huh? He was taken away. 
Uh, should we see if we can find him? Tav, do you want to know where he is? Very much. Okay. Well, you guys chat, catch, catch Ray up. Me and Tav will see if we can find him. I'll do a scry for him. Uh, before you do that, on that point, by the way, Etch, you'd still technically be connected to him? Does that go away? To Orm. I know the direction Orm is in. Exactly. Like, just that, it doesn't really specify. Does unless, it? Kinda... unless they dispel it with a high-level dispel. Um, yeah. which at this point I think needs to be 7th level or higher um, then it just sticks around until I deem otherwise <laughs> I mean it's been a couple of days so what I will give you is for a couple days oh definitely like a, a, the majority of a day you felt it was easier and easier to sort of specify the direction until it got really unclear as to what it kind of felt like Compass you could go in yeah, like multiple directions. Not not like spinning around, but like um, it almost felt like you could go in multiple different directions and still end up like it's so far away that you could end up. Okay, like, so direct if you're other on, side of the planet. Yeah, that, that kind of a thing, not directly the other side, but it gets very unclear how far away it is. But then at some point <laughs> after a day, yeah, after, at some point after a day, it, it does sort of get it does disappear. You're assuming the other end it was removed. But that's just so so you guys are aware of what knowledge you have so far. They're very far away. Um, yeah. Um, but the only other thing I'll give you is it was like a jump. Half, like, they definitely jumped a long way in an instant at one point. I think, mm. I mean, Taff would be sort of aware of which, which direction he's in, at least. Because the... Same sort of thing, although you have less specific directions. Yeah, it's just sort of this that way in general. Oh, no, it's that way, actually. Exactly. At this point, it's, like, far away. <laughs> They're either in or... Not on shell. Uh, then we probably should have a chat with those dragons again. That seems like something they would have an issue with. Mm. Well, they're going I'm to find me. about talking to the yeah. dragons oh, and bringing something here before we are. Mentally and physically ready to deal with it. I do suggest before you guys do anything combat-y, wait until I give you your upgrades. Yeah. Please. Plus, before we go, before we do that, we have to go find two dragons who are supposedly friendly, go and try and find one dragon that might be friendly, deal with the whole Kraken situation, and then we can possibly think about fighting one of the most dangerous threats to this world that's ever existed. Indeed. So what are we going to do with these crystals? Because I'm currently holding one, and honestly, it's becoming a little scary to hold. Crystals? The rocks, uh, stones. Et Etchizzy man, if you're talking about crystals. Stones. Stones. The stones. Uh, uh, well, we, we don't have a way of using them for anything, so we just kind of have to, like, keep them either with us or somewhere. Keeping them the somewhere is as bad as keeping them with us. I feel as though we... Well, me, I personally can't morally feel comfortable leaving them inside of a city again. No, we're not leaving them here again. I would rather deal with the consequences of keeping them with us. I would suggest somewhere like our little outpost in uh, Under the Snow. Well, there's nobody to guard it? No. It's, I mean, 
We could potentially ask the dragons to guard it. But we need them. It will be by the the white dragon that we're going to be going to. Actually, make a very good point. Even if this white dragon doesn't want to help us, if we subtly put those stones inside of its territory, that's a guard without even. But what if he turns? What if he joins the other side? I believe that one's a she, but also... Um, <laughs> it's underground. I... So the... the I believe we were told it was a white dragon. They, they like the cold and, yes, the underground. But uh, we would have to judge that when we go and see them. I'm not comfortable leaving it in the remit of a dragon that may not be on our side. The other option, of course, is we leave it up the top of the mountain with Riorin slash whatever the dragons we find. I'm just oh. saying dragons seem to be a, uh, an ally. That we, uh, we could even see if we do make a good rapport with the smoky void dragon thing, just have them take it through to the empty plane. Uh, that does remind me. Uh, Felix, you may struggle. I, I would not advise going and asking Rayorin for the money for your new body because the last time we spoke to her, uh, me and Tav, uh, she very much requested to be left alone for a little while while she recovers. So I would not take your chances uh, asking for gold. Uh, and also, you know, the king might say, oh, you know, they, they own the body, but that doesn't mean anything because they don't get to control it once you're in it, right? I guess I don't. I don't so know. So they might. Do they? It, it would be like saying, "Oh yeah, we own your car," and then them not being able to. What's oh, a sorry, car? We own your carriage. Short for short for carriage. Uh, uh, and then, but if you're driving it around, and you know they can't do anything about it. That's not true, unfortunately. No, they, unfortunately, they can repossess. It's not true that the car is short for carriage. Uh, that's that true. You can't. I think. But re repossess in this case. It's singularly difficult, seeing as he would actually be possessing it, no? But I however, they can always imprison him. Yep. Well, they I'd could like just, to see them try. Destroy the body. He'll just like yeah. a... Um... I think the point was, our current king, King Gregan, will not enforce anything. It's more, if we make a robot body that survives a thousand years, two thousand yeah. years... Kings come up ahead. If there's a tyrannical king, they might decide that the body is theirs. And then we don't want to know what would happen. I believe that if you contacted a friend, the Golden Dragon, about something as important as this, as long as it wasn't a prolonged contact, I think she would. I'm thinking perhaps of a message rather than an actual personal visit. If you very Barty have the ability Yeah, I think we should. Not the show or the treehouse. The new one. Me and sorry, you go. Oh, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Right. I was gonna say, Tav, can you take me to your dad's like quarters? Uh and we'll try and just so we can get something to help with the scry. Mm, uh, I, can, I can take you to where they used to be. Yeah, so where, where any of his like stuff would be, um, his barber would actually be a very good person to go and see, uh, if we can get a lock of his hair or something. 
I just thought that was more likely than like a vial of his blood. Uh, do I smells have hair? Don't you have oh would that squire to your granddad that thing that he gave you back at the guild? I have my grandfather's dagger that my father owned for many years. How does possession work? What? Possession? Well, if it's something that he owns. Oh right, not that kind. Something that was originally Tav's grandfather's, <laughs> but has been in the possession of. Uh, I would assume something that he currently owns. That may be hard. Wasn't his house destroyed? Yes. Yes. Although there'll be stuff Although, here in the. Uh, well, my mother is here. He, she may have something of his. Yes, like a toenail clipping or a nose hair. I don't think she would have kept that, but she might have kept one of his possessions. Uh, any of his baby teeth? Some people get sent to. Do you guys get baby teeth? Maybe like his you know favorite what? fork. That gives <laughs> me an idea that. Favorite dagger. Seems very weird, but maybe we should keep um, things like this in a special place at the guild so we can always find if mm. something happens like. Yes, we get um, taken. that is. Uh, I like all idea. the things that I have in, in my room. Okay. No, that that would work though. Like every anytime we finish fighting someone, Zegeth gets a, like a, a cloth and cleans off his sword with the blood, and then we have their blood, and then we can uh, find, I was thinking find them. More, we could all have a lock of our own hairs um, stored away, so we can, if say Zegeth gets taken, we have a small bit of his hair to squire on him, so we can find him. That makes sense. Yes, indeed. But uh, that's something for <clears throat> us to consider after we've uh, dealt with the current situation, perhaps. Although, for now, I more than expect there to be something that... May I suggest, then, that we ask perhaps the receptionist or somebody in the guild to begin arranging some storage facility, secure, and then we'll come back to that. Because what we do... Let's we be have aware of is... Secure. If, if we have... If we have uh, items of uh, personal nature, like locks of hair available, and they get stolen, then somebody else can scry on us. You guys do have that secret storage in the hallway yeah. of your quarters. Yeah. We got it safe. Okay. That's one thing at a time. For now, First, I think uh, my mother may have something. That I don't I'm... think that's necessary. We are currently in the tower of the place where Fekwin worked. There will definitely be something here, like a pen. Well, this uh, over here. A used tissue would be ideal. Used tissue. We can ask, but I do think these conversations should be continued at the Guildhall, especially since Elsie is keen to talk to her family about her mother. Cool. You guys so, saw that. We'll look for dirty tissues. Yes. Friend and... Barty and I will stay here. We'll see you at the Guild later. Okay. And then once once you're done with your family, Elsie and I'm back. We'll, uh, we'll welcome your mother home. Yeah. You go down. Uh, so those of you who are staying, we'll give that a second. But the rest of you, I'm assuming Felix, which, which way are you staying or are you going back to the guild hall? Uh, I'm probably going to go back to the guild hall, I think. So the, it would be five of you. Flora, uh, Ray, Etch, Felix, Zegith, Elsie, six of you. That will probably head off to talk to Maya. Counting! Because he may have to be going to Hydra for a few days to help with the... So... 
you all head downstairs. You get to the bottom of the tower, and uh, at this point, you, you would have seen it on the way in, but you see the carriage is still there, lots of guards and such. Uh, but um, there is a very... Uh, a second here. There's a sudden smoky tear in the sky. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, for fuck's sake, really? Far away above, at the top of the mountain. Uh -oh. This big, obvious to all of you, tears out. And as expected, this very large dragon with smoke pouring from its wings just flies through. But it doesn't seem to come down towards you. It goes down to the mountain and lands. It's, it's, it's echoing sort of uh, thump from the rest. And then you can't really see what happens there. But as you stand uh, at the bottom of this tower, you see about eight more of these tiny little, much smaller tears <laughs> appear around you as crawling yeah. through many of these much smaller wyverns, you know, much smaller in comparison to the dragons, but uh, ones you fought a long time ago start to crawl through. Of course, at this point, all of the guards, shink, up come their swords, up come their spears as they step through, but they aren't coming through quickly and they definitely don't attack. There's no growling, there's no attacking. They sort of just step through and then these the tears disappear. It's a little less smoke comes down from them, but still uh, from their wings. One of them seems to more prominently step forwards towards the strangelings in general, and as uh, it does this, the rest do. Uh, it rests its head down on the ground, a very sort of inviting, get on my back kind of emotion. Uh, and seeing as it's pretty much uh, perfect timing, I think we'll wrap it up for a break. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dicebreakers. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the use of his music in this episode. For more information, look in the description. And a big thanks to you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DicebreakersDnd and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash DicebreakersDnd. And make sure to come back to hear the next part of this epic journey. I'll see you then. <laughs>